Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Probably a Podcast. I'm lame as fuck. But I bought this at the airport and it is so cute. And if you're just listening to this and not watching, um, it is literally a full ass just British flag notebook. I personally love notebooks. I'm a big list girl. List, 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 list. Um, and I'm always running out of notebooks because I'd be making lists. So when I saw this notebook, oh, well, you know what I did? Let me tell you something I did because I may be a dumb bitch. <laughs> so often and I'm never I'm never ever shocked at just how big of a dumb bitch I am um but one thing that I am also sometimes is like a really fucking smart girl and I remember because we were joking all the time with James we me I don't I guess me and my friends I don't know but I guess the world was like kind of making fun of how the pound the British pound aka their form of currency um had like shot down so low below the dollar the u.s dollar which isn't super common and um everyone was making these jokes like it's called soccer now because in england they call you know soccer football we're the weird ones they call it soccer anyways all that being said james made a point he's like you know you should you really utilize it only works here's how this works someone listening to this is going to correct me and that's okay because like this is how it worked in my brain Basically, what I think is like you couldn't you had to capitalize on it while the pound was down. The pound was down like a fuck ton. Right. And so it, it, it's already back up. It's already back to like almost even Stevens with the U.S. dollar. So in that moment, you could have either gone to the U.K. and had a bunch of American cash, which they don't take. So you would have had to convert your money and just taken the loss and whatever the conversion rate was, et cetera, et cetera. But like there was that way to do it or. Bank of America, who I currently bank with, has the option on their app to like, you can get any foreign currency for free. They don't charge you anything. And so the exchange rate was so low that I, is this boring? Oh my God. Am, am I a finance podcast? I don't know. Um, so I basically had this idea where I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to take out a bunch of money, not a bunch, but like, you know, a couple grand in pounds and pay American money. So for instance, to, to make this make sense to you guys and me, cause I didn't get it at first. I took $2,000 out. It cost me $1,500. Sorry. I took 2000 pounds out. It cost me $1,500. Normally before when the pound was up, it would have cost me $2,300 to take out 2000 pounds, but it cost me $1,500 to take out 2000 pounds. And then you got the money. This is all to circle back that I really need to use my pounds because the only time I can use it the only time I can use it is in cash when I'm in the UK. 
And I, yes, I go to London, but like every time I go to London, we're like eating at restaurants. We're like doing these things. And like, anyways, well, there's another point that I'm going to make about this, the fucking British pound at some point. But uh, I really, I really balled out the airport. I got Walker gifts. I got Taylor some fucking stupid chocolates from Harrods. I got literally everyone gifts because, oh, there's a magnet on my fridge right now. That's like a, an English magnet. I just said, I got to spend my pounds because I bought them. All right. Well, I'm smarter than all of you. So. That's all that I had to say about that. Um, so we're going to have a solo episode today. So I am about to go to South Africa. Let me give you a little catch up. Okay, so this will uh, come right after my lovely hungover podcast, which I definitely thought I was hungover, but cue me being sick and then continuing to have that clo- We know, You know, when I was talking shit about people that were like, oh, how could you be Osmosis Jones and know that I have the same cold as you? I did. Everyone has these colds that are lasting like uh, 26 days. Like I literally had that. It's the weirdest thing. You're, you're like not sick anymore, but you're just like, you're just like drippy and sniffly and just like gross. Ugh. This girl sat beside me on a plane on the way back from New York. And she's like, sorry, I'm not sick. I'm just like, <clears throat> I just like get over this like stupid cold. that's lost you forever. Normal Shannon would have been like, you were fucking so sick and so disgusting. Get the fuck away from me. I looked at her. I go, bitch, I'm pretty sure I had the same thing. <laughs> like, no worries, girl. I know you're not contagious. You want to sip in my water? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. But like, literally, I was like, I fucking believe you. And normally I would never believe that bitch. But I was like, I believe you. I am Osmosis Jones. That's a great movie. Do you know that movie, producer Courtney? That was like really life changing for me. Okay, so a little catch up. You guys know I'm not good at notes. So like solo podcast, I'm trying to get better at. I could talk to you fuckers all day long. But it's like, it's hard for me to have like a, 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 for it to make sense. And so like I write notes because I'm trying to be good about that, but then they're all fucking over the place. So anyways, nevertheless, she proceeds. A little a little toast reference. But I, is that what I say? I don't remember. But anyways, here I go. So I got back from London. The last time we, we talked was Halloween and then the hungover podcast. But I went to London in the meantime for Halloween. Let me tell you guys something. I know obviously. And I, this, this, listen, don't worry. This podcast is not going to turn into the British versus us. Like blah, we get it. It's they're different countries. We know we're different, but like, this is my current life right now where every day I learn something is fucking way different. This shit is wild. So I know a lot of things are different from the UK to the US, but I, I recently learned, and let me tell you, he was really upset about this. Just absolutely distraught. Taylor Monaco, when she found out that the UK does not, they don't really celebrate Halloween the way that we do. Everyone thinks that Americans are fucking cuckoo magoo, wackadoodle, fucking Yankee dandies because the way we like go all out for Halloween, which I mean, like I love, like I feel like it's so fun how you walk past and everyone has a 12 foot skeleton like in their home. Like, I think that's fun and normal, but people don't decorate like that for Halloween in the UK. They, there's a couple restaurants that had like the spider webs, you know what I mean? Like on their like outside windows. But other than that, James says that they get a pumpkin and I've anything he says to me, no offense, baby, if you're listening to this, which I don't think he is, but like I fact check everything through his mom. Cause I'm like, you said that the UK doesn't have baby showers. <laughs> his mom was like, um, we absolutely do. <laughs> yes, we do. I'm like, okay. So, um, he said, and his mom confirmed they get a pumpkin on October 31st, a pumpkin, singular. They put it on their porch or they carve it. They do whatever. And then 
they take it off the next day. They just do the pumpkin for like trick-or-treaters or for like festivities and then they take it away. I'm like, baby boy, we we really celebrate gore and death. Like we we love it. We love it here. We love death. It's so creepy. And so anyways, um, yeah, I was like, that is so crazy. Nevertheless, he says, and I'm not going to say this in a, in a bad way. I've, I've since, I've since had a conversation with him about this. So like, this isn't me just like, you know, airing our dirty, our dirty laundry. Cause he and I had to have a little conversation about telling a female, telling your girlfriend, Babe, I just got us tickets to a Halloween party at Soho House in London, which, by the way, no shade, but is like way cooler than the Soho houses in the U.S. Um, I just got us tickets to this really super legit, like exclusive party in London at Soho House for Halloween. Like, I know you he the intentions were there like he was so being so nice about it. But like he's like, I got us these tickets for this Halloween party because I know how much you want to celebrate Halloween. I was literally three hours away from going to the airport. Three, three hours. I texted him back and I said, do you want to do that? Because we had already had this whole conversation, this whole conversation about how we were okay with not doing anything for Halloween. How like we are, like Halloween's like too much. Like who cares about Halloween? Halloween's not even that big of a deal. Let's just lay on the couch and watch movies. And then three hours before he's like, babe, I felt so bad. I know how much you love Halloween. I know how much the U.S. celebrates it. I've gotten us two tickets to this party. I'm like, bitch, I leave for the airport in two hours. Are you serious? My Botox kicked in, so you can't see how upset I was at this point. But I was upset. <laughs> okay, I was like. Hey. So one thing about me, I'm literally always hungry, but one more thing that's like a proven fact about me is I just don't like to cook. I know that makes me like way less cool, but I'm just too lazy for it. I know that some of you guys find cooking like relaxing, like it's an escape, but not this girly pop. Okay. I want to eat good food. I want to eat fresh food, but I do not want to have to cook it. So the issue is though, is I'm really trying, I'm trying to be better with my money and I'm trying, it's hard, but I'm trying to eat out less. So what's the solution? Factor. Let me tell y'all, it is literally bomb. It allows me to plan ahead when I know that I'll be on the go traveling. Don't want to fill my fridge with a bunch of lettuce or groceries that we all know will inevitably go unused. You know what I'm talking about? That little bag of spinach that we all have grand plans for poor thing. And it just sits there unused and sad. But the best part about Factor, it's delicious. They are a ready-to-eat meal delivery program that does all the shopping, the prep, and the cooking, my least favorite part, for you. I live alone. Like, I just want to eat good food and then throw it away. Factor cuts out all the mess with the pots, the pans, the cleaning. The meals are chef-crafted, so they legit taste amazing. And they're also dietitian approved so you know you're getting the good stuff, the fresh stuff. It's literally never, ever frozen. And they got options, honey. Whether you're vegan, vegetarian, keto, or just trying to stay calorie smart, you'll have over 34 meals per week to choose from. And the second best part, they heat up in two minutes. Like actually it was just two minutes. So that was so nice for me. And they taste like you just sat down at a nice restaurant. They also have smoothie options. I've dabbled. I like them a lot. The mango one's for sure my favorite out of all of them. Factors also flexible, which is great because y'all know I'd be traveling. You could change your order up every week if you want to. You could go from plans ranging from four to 18 meals per week, or you can even pause reschedule delivery anytime. And we love that. If y'all want to try Factor and have some of these scrumptious meals, head to go.factor75.com slash probably 60 and use code probably 60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code probably 60 at go dot factor 75.com slash probably 60 and you guys are going to get 60 percent off your first box and it is so good i wrote back to him because like i i think 
something really important in relationships is knowing how to knowing how to argue knowing how to I don't even want to call it fighting but like let's be real like fights this wasn't a fight of ours we didn't have a fight by any means although later on he did tell me like I knew you were upset I wasn't I think it's really important just to be communicative so I wrote back and I and also just not passive aggressive I hate passive aggressive people don't be passive aggressive in your relationships just calmly explain how you feel so I wrote back and was like oh okay so I leave for the airport in three hours. Is this something that you really want to do? I don't have a, I don't have a costume prepared at all. And he was like, that's okay. I don't have a costume either. We'll figure it out. Men fucking men. Are you kidding me? We'll figure this is when I was like, I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> is this something you really want to do? Because I was really okay with just like sitting on the couch and I personally, you're correct do enjoy Halloween, do enjoy the festivities. So I want to do it the right way. Like I want to, I want to make it good. And I didn't have anything planned. This was before I was ginger spice. So I was like, I don't really like have any ideas. Like, and of course he's like, you could be a, he's so sweet. He's like, anything you do would look good. And you know what? I know he meant that. (laughs) Like, he's like, anything you would do, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't have to be that crazy. But I'm like, I just like do everything really well. You know what I mean? Like if it's going to be done, by me and it's not my taxes I'm gonna do it well I'm gonna I'm gonna do it fucking well so I was like that doesn't fly with me and then we had a couple conversations and then oh my god my heart he was like (laughs) he said the words which I did I texted him back and was like you do not ever say that you do not ever need to say that to me he was like I feel like this is all my fault and I just fucked up and I was like no (laughs) you didn't but like if this party's important to you he's like it's not that important to me we don't have to do it but I do think it'd be fun do you, like I'm so sorry I didn't think about the costumes do you want to like you know figure out costumes if, if you can do you want to and I was like to be honest I did have the idea of ginger spice already I just didn't have a dress shouts out to me reaching out to the girl on Instagram she gave it to me it was wonderful easy but uh yeah so off I went to the Halloween party but then I was excited about it right but something and producer Courtney tell me if I've already said this before did I say this already in the, the Halloween episode how a couple people have told me that everyone in London dresses as ginger spice Okay, so I got all these DMs that were pre recording says no. I got all these DMs from people being like, oh my God, if you want to be Ginger Spice, because I posted like, does anyone have a Ginger Spice costume that lives in Nashville? Shouts out again to Katie. You saved my life. She met me at Five Daughters Donuts and fucking tossed the bag and it was great. But I, um, I had a lot of DMs from people that live in London being like, oh my God, they sell them everywhere in the UK. Like everyone dresses up as Ginger Spice. Like you could find that costume easily. And I was like, again, look, I don't... I'm not basic. Like, I don't want to do the same thing everyone does. Like, I don't want to be a witch. I want to dress up as I'm a mouse, duh. Like, I want to, like, be different. So I was like, oh, shit, is everyone going to be Ginger Spice? Anyways, I'm like, I asked James, too. I'm like, does everyone dress up as Ginger Spice? And he's like, mm, not really. And I was like, okay. So I am very excited about my Ginger Spice outfit. I get ready. The vibes are elite. I'm no longer upset. I have, like, a phenomenal outfit with these amazing boots. And I get these little blonde clip-ins. You guys saw the episode. I, I made it even better for, like, my London version. And so I'm getting ready. James is playing god-awful house music but I did suggest this new thing where he plays a house music song and then a rap song when we're like pre-gaming so it's house rap house rap and it's like you know I can fucking deal with that that's fine um so the vibes are good we're eating pizza it's great and then I go to the party and I get there and I'm gonna be honest there's a lot of times I just listened to Nick Viles uh Viles however you say it I because you guys know I don't read I'm illiterate. I fucking, yes, I read all the time, but I listen to I, my preferred method of consumption of literature is 
via audiobook. And um, that is many, you know, academia professionals <laughs> have told me it's the same as reading. Um, but I was just listening to Nick Vial's book. It's called uh, Don't Text Your Ex Happy Birthday. It's a really, really good book. And um, in it, there's a lot of conversation about your ego and how like nine times out of 10, I, I really do suggest you guys listening to this book. It's I wish I had had it in my 20s. Like I actually was a little I was a little like, you know, when, when you're like, check yourself me I'm like I'm in a healthy relationship I know everything and then I'm like mm. there were a couple moments where I was like bitch check yourself because he talks about relationships a lot and it's really insightful but really I wish I had had this book in my early 20s because it would have saved me not I don't know if it would have saved me heartache because I probably still would have like you know fallen for these men but like it would have saved me a lot of dumb bitch energy that I was putting out and for that Nick Vile you've done a great job with your book don't text your ex happy birthday go read it but there's a lot of conversation about ego in it and this is something that I'm very familiar with my ego. And I think if you're self-aware, that's fantastic. But you also can't just like dismiss every bad thing about yourself and be like, but I know I do it. You're like, yeah, well, you can't like kill people and be like, but I know I'm doing it. <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't work like that. So anyways, my ego is something I know I have, but like we're trying to always like rein it in, reel it in, reel it in. Ha, huh, you guys are screaming in your car, but I got you. Reel it in. And um, this was the time I did it because I get to this party or it's just the time where I just like didn't, I was such, such a dumb bitch. I get to this party in London. It is as fabulous as I thought it'd be. The Soho house in London is super fucking cool. And we go and I'm like, first of all, like I low-key look better than everyone else. <laughs> Not like better, but like, my costume was better than everyone else everyone was dressed in black like everyone was wearing the same version of everyone's outfits like everyone was dressed as like the same thing like they were all in this black or leather they all had these like marquee masks on like everyone was like dressed the same and I was in this like bright blue fucking ginger spice outfit with these like you guys saw the fucking episode these knee high thigh high boots go-go boots and my hair and my makeup and whatever and I was like okay, I'm like really standing out. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, I'm like looking good. Um, so the party goes on. I have a great time. Really nothing else to be said here nor there about it. Everyone was definitely dressed like super scary. Like if there was like a hot, like girls were still dressed. I don't want to use the word slutty, but like slutty. You know what I mean? Like everyone was still dressed like hot. Right. But like they'd be dead. Like there wasn't a, there wasn't like a, a an elf that wasn't dead. There wasn't a fairy, like a sexy, the fairies were all black though. There weren't like, like, like any costume that didn't have an element of gore to it. But like, you know, still the girls looked hot. Like it'd be like blood dripping down her mouth or like a little like blood on the neck, like whatever. But like everyone had blood. And it's funny because James dressed as, as if I know who the fuck this is, some fucking F1 manager, F1 racing manager who allegedly is married to Ginger Spice. That made sense, right? Christian Horner, I think his name is. Anyways, he dresses him. And before we walked out of the door, he was like, should I put some like blood on me? And I was like, you're dressed as the, the manager of an F1 team who's, correct me if I'm wrong, currently alive. He's like, yeah. I was like, no, why would you need to be dead? I'm not dead ginger spice. He's like, yeah, good point. Good point. So we like leave. And I remember being like, fucking weird question. Go to the party. Everything I just said, we leave. Well, the next day I'm like, I post like, like everyone said everyone be dressed as ginger spice like I was the only one and James tells me he's like what a London thing like everyone's in black like no one was dressed in any color I did not see one Barbie one fairy I did not see one like anything like what what are some like Halloween costumes you see like 
a princess or like I don't know fucking anything a race car driver uh like I'm trying to think of a chef, a, a slutty nurse, um, like a sexy Cinderella, a sexy, like anything, nothing. Every costume was like black or had like a little bit of gore to it. And so I was like, what? Okay. So I posted my Instagram. I'm like, oh my God. So James tells me London, everyone dresses scary. So I started getting all these DMs where they're like, okay, so in London, like we don't do Halloween unless it's scary. Like if you do a Halloween costume in London, it's scary. So for instance, you should have been dead ginger spice. You should have been zombie ginger spice. You should have been ginger spice who like the other spice girls killed her. Like, like we do everything scary. And I was like, oh my gosh, me immediately asks his mom. His mom's like, oh my God, I cannot believe James hasn't told you that. Like, yes, everyone in London dresses scary for Halloween. I was like, James, what the fuck? Then furthermore, I get on my Instagram and I'm like, it's so crazy. I'm the only girl dressed in color. Everyone's in black, blah, blah, blah. Thinking you guys are so London. I get like 10 messages from girls that were at the party. Not just like London goers, girls that were at the party I was at, right? The Soho White City House, which again, it was like four stories. There was like thousands of people there. It was super cool. But like 10 separate people messaged me like, hey girl, I was at that party. There was a theme. Like the whole, the whole night was themed. And I was like, oh, heavens. <laughs> the theme was, sin, the, the theme was like back in black, Sin City, or like leather, love, Sin City, something surrounding Sin City. They're obsessed with America. Um, is Sin City the only reference? Vegas, right? Is there not another one? Okay. Anyways, yeah, I'm a fucking dumb bitch because literally everyone was like, the theme was black leather Sin City or some form of that. I immediately just thought like, thank God, thank God I didn't know that when I was there because I just remember thinking like, oh my God, I feel, I'm like standing out. Like I feel so good. <laughs> like I'm ginger spice and I feel so cute. Yeah, no, there was a theme and I was probably just a dumb bitch. I wasn't dressed at it. And, and James was like, maybe people just thought we were coming from a different party. I'm like, I don't know because we showed up right on time and left at the end. So I doubt it. But that was my experience in London. Otherwise than that, we really just got to spend like a lot of time together just chilling which was nice because I planned this trip kind of last minute and every time I otherwise plan a trip we're doing something bigger we're going to Portugal it's his birthday weekend or he's coming to America for three weeks and I have every single thing planned and this was nice because it was like I genuinely we didn't have other than that Halloween party we just like laid on the couch chilled had dinner with his friends like did we're on like the Monday and Tuesday like actually woke up did work got shit done like it was just nice. Went to the gym, just did regular schmegular ass shit, which I really like doing because I do want to, you know, always make sure that in this beautiful fairy tale of a life I'm living with James, that we can still exist in the normal with each other, exist in times where we're not like, you know, sailing down the coast of Kashkai in Portugal and like living our best lives. Like I want to make sure that we can like wake up and just like exist. So that was nice to do. And we just like made a bunch of stupid TikToks. What's that one I couldn't stop singing earlier? The the TikTok where I know where I came up and hug. See, I'm sorry. I really have to do it because otherwise everyone's going to be screaming in the car. It's this one. Hold on. I'll play it. Don't you fret, guys. We did this one. Okay, so if you're not watching this, that's the TikTok where you like someone swings from underneath their physical body. And James and I, we didn't get in a fight, but I was like, you're hurting me. <laughs> he was like, you're asking me to swing your whole body in between my legs from behind. And I was like, 
Okay, true. Um, but yeah, we just got to like chill and hang and do like stupid shit, um, which was nice. I'm also, okay, I'm packing for South Africa, which I'm very excited for because I love a list. We're going to get a lot of use out of this UK little notebook, but I, I'm finding it difficult not to pack for South Africa per se, because like Cape Town, I've kind of gotten a handle on, you know, researching and doing my background checks. And actually a girl I went to college with Shelly shouts out. She's been phenomenal. She's uh, spent a lot of time in South Africa a lot and she's been very helpful. So if you're listening, I don't even know if you're a podcast listener, but Shelly fucking love you. Thank you girl. And slam sister. She was in my sorority. Um, but yeah, so we, I have that under control, but something that James has planned, which Oops, I hope this whole episode doesn't seem like I'm just being like kind of twatty towards my boyfriend who's doing a lot of sweet things for me, like getting me tickets to a fabulous Halloween party and like doing a bunch of stuff. But while we're in Cape Town, he wanted to do something special for my birthday because I'll be in Cape Town during my birthday. And he planned this safari and he loves surprises. I do not love surprises. Um, I love a list. I love to be prepared. I love to pack. So we've had to kind of navigate in our relationship, like him always trying to surprise me with stuff. I'm like don't do that like just like mm, don't surprise me with like where we're going to dinner no no don't do that actually because like I want to know what to wear to dinner do you, tell me we're going to a nice restaurant and then don't tell me which one you know what I mean because then I would know what to wear tell me we're going to barbecue but don't tell me which restaurant like little surprises are fine that I have most details for beforehand anyways um he tells me we're doing something where we're traveling away from Cape Town for your birthday and I was like I'm gonna be honest it's my birthday and I'm going to pull the birthday card. I really want to know exactly what we're doing. Because especially if it's going to be on my birthday, can you please tell me what we're doing? And he was like, Ugh, you're the worst. We're going on a safari. And I was like, okay, what kind of safari? And he was like, a safari. And I was like, okay, so hear me out. Just And just hear me out. Are we doing something that you would want to do on your birthday or do you think you've booked something that Shannon would want to do on her birthday? And he's like, I'm not a, mo Hold on. I'm not a moron. Like, I know what you want. Like, of course I'm not. Cause I'm like, is this motherfucker taking me out to the fucking woods? Are we going to be camping? We kind of want to camp on my birthday. Camping's fine. Hiking's fine. But like, not on my birthday like I just like wanted to make sure it was something I liked I just don't want to be disappointed you know that is such a fucking that what a bitch you know what I mean like sometimes I'm like you are such a bitch and even he was like Shannon I know what you want for your birthday I'm not taking you into like the the sticks to like make a fire we're going to a really he's like well now that you need to know we're going to this really bougie nice like safari like you know area where you like ride horses to go see the safari and I was like oh heavens to Betsy I haven't ridden horses a long time I did grow up riding horses actually with my best friend Drew because she had horses but nevertheless I need to pack an outfit outfits for a safari where we're on horseback and it's cold at night, but hot in the day. I am perplexed. I'm perplexed. It's really, it's really just put me in a confusing spot. So if you guys have any tips or tricks, if you guys uh, frequent horseback safaris, let me know. Slide, slide in the comments. Please, please, please let me know. Um, so I'm packing for that. Oh, but you know what's actually interesting? This is another, me and my notes, they're all over the place. Uh, I, I contemplated not even telling this story because it's kind of stupid. And it's funny because my friend Danielle was with me. She has an incredible YouTube page. Go check her out. Danielle Carolyn. She's fucking awesome. And I love her. 
And she was with me. We had decided to go to Balthazar, which I have not yet talked about this on the podcast, even though I've been tagged in this story one trillion times. Producer Courtney sent it to me immediately. She was like, have you seen this? And I was like, bitch, of course I've seen this. James Corden getting banned from Balthazar, which thank God we didn't talk about it then because now what's transpired from the whole story is chaotic as fuck and all over the place. You're almost kind of like, shut up. The guy that owns the restaurant's like, no shade, I love Balthazar. But you're almost kind of like, let it go. Like you've come on here like six times now and gone back, forth, back, forth. But allegedly James Corden's just kind of a dick about his omelets, which I could see. You know what I mean? You know when someone just gives off the vibe that they're probably amazing in their like real life with their real friends, but you think about like fans and stuff, you're like, mm, I bet he's kind of a dick. So um, if you've met James Corden and as a fan and have had an incredible experience, also let me know because I'm just, I don't really know. I think maybe he was kind of a dick to the, to the restaurant people, my personal opinion. But yeah, so all that being said, I go to Balthazar as I fucking do to have some snails and some champagne with one of my girlfriends. And I'm wearing, let me break it down for you. I'm wearing this, these green pants and then this, they match perfectly. And the, the outfit is leather pants, but like loose, like jean leather pants, trousers, if you will. And then this green, to be fair, green bra that like is the exact same color. And then this jacket, this leather jacket, leather suede jacket. That's the exact same color. It was like a very all like matching outfit moment I thought to myself before I went I wonder if I'll get hot while I'm in in Balthazar but then I was like it's freezing cold outside it was a really cold weekend in New York and I was like I'm not gonna get cold Saturday night New York City I'm sorry last time I checked doesn't Lady Gaga prance around and fucking meat like raw meat the shit I see in New York like relax like it's definitely a city of expression okay so yeah everyone I I don't I wasn't wearing that in Nashville and even if I was the bra wasn't showing at all right nevertheless I get to Balthazar I get hot I'm like I'm really fucking hot I don't say a word to anyone I don't say to Danielle like oh is this awkward I'm wearing a, like a matching bra underneath like it's 2022 people wear bras as tops all the time it's a very normal thing I do one of these guys where I just take the I shrug the, sh- the jacket off my shoulders keep it on my arms you know what I mean so it's still on my back and my arms it's just off my shoulders then this girl across and again I'll make this story fast because it's not that serious like whatever this lady was just a twat but this lady who by the way, I know you guys are all going to ask. She was our age, maybe a couple years older, maybe a couple years, if that. Um, she's a, a very pretty lady. She's across the bar from us with three of her girlfriends, all cute girls. And um, and I should say, I shouldn't say girls. They were definitely ladies. They were definitely like in their th- late 30s, but like good looking hot girls. And so anyways, they are talking, whatever. And I see this one girl. She makes this motion to like she's both of her hands are kind of like making this motion like shrugging a jacket back on like almost as if you would be like burr I'm cold like shrugging a jacket on and I see her making this motion towards me and I'm like is she talking to me and I look at her and I go what like I mouth like what across the bar and I see her to what I think she says is like put your coat on and I was like I literally in my head I'm like oh my god my bra has come undone my bare breasts are out thank god for this lady i instinctively look down which that is so fucking stupid i would obviously feel if my bra came off i would literally feel air on my nipples i like look down really quickly see that like there's like it's literally just my jacket shrugged off and then it hits me i'm like oh my god she just like wants she's telling me just like put my coat back on and so i look at her again and i go what and she's like put your coat on and and i'm like okay what 
Now, Danielle, who is really just like the sweetest, kindest, she's been doing YouTube since she was like 12. So like, just like a pure force, right? She's like so kind. And she was like, did she just say that? And I go, surely we misunderstood her. So we just ignore her, whatever. This man comes over that was standing behind her, walks over to us. He wasn't with her group or anything. He says like, hey, she's trying to get your attention. And I go, yeah, I know. I saw. And he goes, she wants you to put your coat back on. She like really wants you to like cover up and put your coat back on. He says that to me. And I go, me, you know, it's funny. You always think you're going to have such perfect responses and you think you think you're going to have like the sharpest, wittiest, best thing to say. But sometimes in situations you're just like, uh, uh, what? And I go like this. I go, yeah, I, I know I'm not going to. So like that was my response. Me have rehad the conversation in my shower a thousand times with my shampoo bottles and I am way wittier. But to him, I said, yeah, I, I know I'm not going to. And she, he was like, okay, well, that's what she's trying to tell you. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not. And he was like, okay. Then she proceeds to stay there for a next hour trying to convince anyone in the restaurant. She, she reports me to the restauranteurs, which by the way, bitch, if you don't think I don't drink there every fucking afternoon, if you think I don't have people at Balthazar, you're wrong. You're wrong, bitch, because they all just laughed and we're like, that's crazy. Like, you, this is so stupid. And she looked silly, but like, how crazy? I don't know if that story was even worthwhile telling on the podcast, but it was really wild because she stayed for another hour proceeding to, and I'm sure all of you guys are just going to be like, she's jealous. She's whatever. She's insecure. But like, I'm here to tell you, I don't know how to explain that. I truly think she was genuinely perplexed and bothered. Clearly, I would go out on a limb and say, not from New York, because like, I just wanted to shake her and be like, you we're in New York city. We're in the fashion capital of the world in Soho at Balthazar. Like get the fuck out of here. Judge Judy, put the gavel down. But yeah, she proceeded to stay there for another hour. Just like trying to convince anyone around her that I was in a bra, like trying to enlist people to like tell on me. It was the most middle school bizarre shit I've ever been a part of. And Danielle, when the lady finally left, to be fair, I did not engage. <laughs> Danielle goes, which me as a friend, this is fucking me. Like if someone else was doing this to my friend, I would have been way more. When it's happening to me, I'm almost like, this is so silly. I'm not going to give this attention. I'm not going to give this woman the power she wants for me. She does not get it. But like if they were doing this to one of my girlfriends, I'd be like, oh, you want to fucking go? I would have just taken my whole shirt off. I would have been like, how about these? <laughs> like, what about these? So I just like, I get it. And Danielle, when the lady left, Danielle did one of these. Like the lady was just like leaving the the restaurant and she was like, bye, with like her hands like doing the waving motion, like, bye, bye bye. See ya. Bye. I was like, Danielle. She was feeling some type of way about it. She was like, that is fucking insane. No one can tell you to do that. So that happened in New York, which is just very perplexing. Let's go back to my random list of notes. Ah, the Taylor Swift album that came out. Okay classes in session <laughs> me and producer Courtney um I'm not gonna lump you into this I won't I won't forget that I said producer Courtney we were having a conversation about this though and um let's talk about her album love it astonishing any piece of work that woman puts out I'm in I'm in I'm in times 1000 and even if I don't love it all the way right it right off the bat I know that I'll listen to it for the next month on repeat, which I literally have not listened to any of it. I've listened to a little bit of the new Drake album. I've liked it, but like, like I will listen to Taylor Swift's album on repeat for the next month. Exclusive, exclusively. I'm not fucking kidding you guys. Like I fucking love Taylor Swift. I will only just listen to it. And then the things that I didn't like at first. Oh, for instance, like 
the lakes on the bonus tracks from the last album i remember being like eh, the lakes is kind of slow now where the windermere peaks are a perfect place to fucking cry count me the fucking i love that song i love that song a tree fell and no one was around to hear it to tweet it what was it the, what's the line about a, a flower and tweeting it i don't know but i fucking love that song and at first i remember being like yeah it's kind of slow and mopey now i fucking love that song okay but here's my issue and this would be a great way to parlay into it because for instance what i just tried to reference from the lakes i know you guys all know what i'm talking about but the swifties i myself i would love to call myself a swifty but the Swifties will listen to this podcast and they'll be like, you clearly don't love the lakes because you just got that line wrong and you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, relax. I love the song. And I'm telling you, like, the song is just like, I'm on the spot and there's a bunch of lights on me and I'm in front of a mic. Like, I just don't remember the exact lyrics right now. Okay. So my issue is, and this might be a hot take. And if I'm going to lose some followers and some fans from this, that's okay. That's okay. But I'm going to tell you my hot take. I don't, I love Taylor Swift. I am a mega fan of Taylor Swift. To the point that I think, I personally think, I am a Swifty. I don't like to associate myself with Swifty, Swifty behavior. I don't love to associate myself with Swifty behavior because some of you guys are fucking whack. Some of you, some of you, some of you are really, it's it's not nice. <laughs> like you're just, not, I got on my Instagram to talk about how much of a Swifty I am and how I was like, oh my God. Taylor, I love you, but personally, I can't stay awake till midnight for this to come out, let alone you fucking people that did stay awake till midnight. She released more at 3 a.m. as she does, which I loved because my ass woke up at 7 a.m. ready to listen to the whole album. OK, I didn't miss any tracks because I already had them all waiting for me. But I posted something and I was like, I'm a Swifty, but like, I just like, I can't stay awake till midnight. So I can't wait to wake up at seven in the morning with my coffee and listen to the whole album. And I spelled Swifty S-W-I-F-T-Y. In hindsight, like that doesn't even look right. So like I probably should have fixed it, but I guess I didn't. The people that came out were like, oh, you are a Swifty. It's S-W-I-F-T-I-E. I probably just spelled that wrong again. But like, you know what I mean? They were like, it's I-E. And I was like, relax. I don't think she cares. And they were like, she does. And I was like, I just, I feel like if you're rocking with Taylor Swift, she just probably appreciates it. Like, I don't think she really cares and they're like she cares about everything details are everything to her and I'm like okay you guys need to take a motherfucking Xanax because like I just don't I don't I don't relate to y'all's behavior I think it's giving horse girl and I know a lot of you might be like I actually one of my really good friends one of my good friends Paige Lorenz has this whole like line called dairy boy and like she has this another like set of merch that's called like horse girl and, and she actually broke down really nicely how being a horse girl is like a really cool thing and her concept I do get I grew up in the south I grew up in the country I rode horses with my girlfriend whose family literally owned a farm horse girl energy is different we just call those country girls a country mouse okay horse girls are the girls that were like you know wearing cookie monster pjs to run the mile arguing with the coach and like galloping down the hallways you know what i mean that's horse girl energy to me and some of you swifties are giving horse girl energy and i don't re i don't respond well to it i don't want to be a part of it okay and i want to be obsessed i deep dive i deep dive with you guys i go on conspiracy theories about taylor swift i listen to the albums at at length in depth i i i i cannot express to you really how obsessed i am with taylor swift but often very often. And this is what I was telling producer Courtney. Very often people will be like, oh my God, I never would have thought you were a Swifty. And I'm like, I think it's because I'm not exhibiting Swifty behavior at all times. Cause sometimes it can be a little cringe. Um, I'm really sorry if that just like really made you guys pissed at me, but I, I really, I, I love Taylor Swift. I fucking ride or die for Taylor Swift, but 
Um, I just think you guys need to like, re like relax a little bit. Now, am I going to pay literally $8 million for her tickets when she goes on the new era tour? Yeah, I am because I literally love her. But like everyone should just like relax on the Swifty behavior. I think a little bit. This is going to be really random. And maybe I have already said this. I hope I haven't. But I got a random follower who was saying, you know, like couple names like in Hollywood, whatever. I know I'm not famous enough to have a fucking couple name. But someone was like, you and James couple name should be shame. Which feels okay <laughs> like I'm like yeah that's kind of funny um okay so circling back to two things that I was talking about one is back to the British currency pounds and so I got all this cash out right I told you guys in pounds and I was trying to spend it because obviously the whole point is to use the money because I saved money on the money if that fucking makes sense and so everywhere we went but it's like so not cool like like no one pays with cash anymore so I'm like the fucking weirdo like everyone's probably like are you a stripper or drug dealer because I literally am like can I pay in cash can I pay in cash and they're like I don't know I guess you could be like a, a waitress but no you couldn't because even waitresses don't get paid in cash anymore no one even tips in cash anymore so that's even like I bet waitresses don't have a bunch of cash so anyways I just kept paying for cash everywhere well here's what I didn't realize the pounds so I text James and I go do you guys have like cents like I know you'll have coins but aren't the are the coins like ours like just like a penny five cents ten cents 25 cents and that's it because I kept getting every time I pay with cash I kept getting a lot of coins back and there was this one time where I was like oh all these fucking coins and I say to the lady at it's their version of CVS it's called boots and I say to the lady you can keep the change and she goes oh my god no like you, like no like you take the change and I was like no it's okay you can it was just the coins like you keep it and she's like oh my god Americans are like so nice like you're too nice like please like I'm not taking this change like take it obviously I'm not gonna like force her to take it so at that point I was like okay I brought it back and James told me that the way I paid with cash because I paid with a $50 bill she must not have had a lot of bills and there's like two dollar coins so she was giving me like eight dollars back in coins and I was like keep the change when I was buying like tissues <laughs> she was like oh my god no and so yeah I didn't really realize that so then here is this perplexing issue then I'm like god I gotta get rid of all these coins so I'm trying to pay for now now I'm even more embarrassing because now when people I'm like can I pay in cash people are like yeah I'm <laughs> trying to give them my coins and James is like hey just pay with your credit card please it's <laughs> like no 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 I've got pounds and monies and coins hold on <laughs> I'm like counting it out you can't say a bitch isn't thrifty sometimes and so anyways it was just an embarrassing situation I need to just I need to figure that out I have a lot of coins a lot a lot of coins okay um and circling back to one more thing is South Africa okay so this next week it's literally basically all I'm going to be doing and something that I I'm definitely going to pack, which I haven't introduced James to this like side of my life. He definitely knows that I like obviously spray tan. Like I'll be like, I just got a spray tan or whatever. He'll know when we were in America, he like put uh self tanner foam on my back, but I don't really love foam. I like more like um, airbrush spray. And so I have this like travel airbrush spray, which by the way, if you subscribe to my Instagram um, subscription, which is like the little purple badge, I've just started it. I'm going to give all the tips and tricks about spray tan. So if you're listening to this and you're like, wait, 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 I want to know what you use. I want to know the solution. Bitch, I'm sorry. I'm gatekeeping it. It's not expensive. Skip Starbucks for one day and subscribe on Instagram. It's very easy. Literally do it because I tell you 
everything about anything on there but okay so i have this like travel airbrush so i have a whole shebang here that's like a uh, an at-home airbrush kit to airbrush myself as if you were to like have someone come to your home and airbrush tan you but i have this one that's a smaller version that you travel with it is insane it gets so hot like the compressor in it because it's like an airbrush machine you it's like a, it's like this it's a bit a bit bigger it's like two hair dryers is like the size of it right i'll have to like show you guys a picture of it and the way that it heats up on the bottom, like it burns your hand at some point. Like I know this shit is not supposed to be in outlets, but oh, that reminds me. I should probably look at the voltage for traveling with it. Anyways, neither here nor there. I'm bringing that shit with me to South Africa because yeah, I just want to be tan. I just want to make sure I'm tan while I'm there. I'm not me when I'm not tan. And I, I know you've not listened to my, um, we're doing like a 40 questions thing, which will come out next week, like a, a whole get to know me. And in that, one of the questions was about insecurities. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's my tan. Like I just like to be tan and I don't want to be an unhappy person. So I'm going to bring a whole ass fucking machine with me to South Africa and I'm really going to have to figure that out. But on top of that and, and circling back to aesthetics while I'm in South Africa, um, I was thinking to myself, like, should I get a bikini wax? Cause it's when we go there, it's summertime in South Africa. So I, how many times can I say South Africa in four minutes? Um, it's summertime over there. And so I was like, you know what? Should I fuck around and get a Brazilian wax? Which I quickly immediately was like, no. No, because I'm going to tell you guys a story and we're going to wrap it up here. And then afterwards, you guys are going to probably message me and be like, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry for your trauma. And let me know if you need anything. M maybe you guys could all Venmo me just for my like just absolute just sh the shock factor of this. So I get a Brazilian wax. This is four years ago. I was going to Mexico um, and I go, I'm like, I'm going to get a, all, everyone, all my friends talk about these like Brazilian waxes. Like, I think I'd had like one before one time it for sure hurt, but I was like, you know, not so bad that you couldn't do it again. So I go to get one and I'm not going to name the place I went. It was a place in Nashville. It's neither here nor there. It seemed like probably a, a like specific person thing, maybe not like a company wide thing. I should just get bikini waxes. Cause like the inner legs, like that's fine. Like that's what I don't want to like show and be PC. I like could just, you know, trim my own Brazilian areas, but the hard wax is just like the wax goes on and then they pull that, that off. They don't like put a strip of paper over it. So I am at that point and I'm like, here we fucking go. It hurts. Of course, just like it always hurts. It wasn't more painful than the last time. It's awful. I leave, but I'm like, oof, this is hurting more than I recall. And it's like that, like jumpy hurt. Like I'm like, ow, 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 but not like, I can't explain it to you. So I'm just going to explain it to you in not layman's terms, in technical terms. And God forbid, I really hope James mom has just like decided to stop listening to this podcast at length. So, um, I, I, I realized very quickly, like even within just putting my clothes on, but of course the esthetician or whatever they're called, they, she's already left, you know, they privacy. It's like going to the gynecologist. They're like, okay, bye-bye now. And so I'm like, it's my clit. I'm like, it is, it's my clit. It is not what, ow, what is that? And immediately I'm like, did she burn it? And then I'm like, no, because the wax is not that hot. Nothing else is burnt. And I'm like, what? So I'm leaving and I'm like, oh, it hurts to like walk, let alone like I put my underwear back on. I was like, oh, huh. I'm driving. We're talking, we're talking, I'm driving down the road. And if I'm just easily pressing the brake, I mean, just getting to a stoplight, not flaming on brakes. I'm just pressing the brake, right? Going this far forward. I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Like any weight distribution pushed forward on my vagina. I was like in severe pain. I go home. I take a, I take a, a good old fashioned mirror to it. I'm like, 
<gasps> there are like, you know what, like like pop blood vessels, like you can just tell that something's like bruised. My whole clit bruised. Just like you can just it like I knew immediately like something. So I call because I'm like, what? And and they tell me instantly. They're not like, oh, what? Weird. What? Hold on. Oh, let me talk to someone. They're like, oh, oh no. Yeah, we must have popped blood vessels in your clitoris and it's just going to be bruised for a few days. I was like, oh, baby, what the fuck? I'm literally getting on the plane the next day. Oh, it was pure misery for three to four business days. Four to five business days. It was horrible. Producer Courtney is literally wincing right now, whispering, ouch. Like, it was beyond, like, let alone, like, I, not to get in the nitty gritty here, but like, I was going on like a fun flirty vacation with like my boyfriend at the time to Mexico. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it was like the absolute no-go zone. Like, it was the most painful thing. I will never get a wax in my life. And I'm sure a million of you are going to be like, girl, I give myself a wax every week. I go and get a wax every month. That has never happened to me. I hope it hasn't. I, I sincerely hope it hasn't. Let me tell you, the place I went goes... That's not com not as common, but you know, it's happened before. We'd love to offer you a free wax, another free Brazilian wax. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I am not doing that. That's that's my story. That's my trauma. Um it's that's all I have to say about it. That's I don't I don't want to tell you guys to stop getting Brazilian waxes, but I do want to let you know it could happen. It too could happen to you. You too could bruise your clit. So wouldn't recommend. Negative ten out of ten. <laughs> don't do it. So that's going to wrap up our podcast. Um, yeah, next week is going to be great because you guys are going to hear all about me and fun facts and I love you. I appreciate you. I have a lot more to come when we're in South Africa. I'm going to record stuff. Many blessings. Mwah.